0: thanks for listening to the refuge podcast we are all about unifying a generation of college students to be disciple making followers of jesus it's our goal each week to equip and empower you to make disciples on your college campus, whether you're enrolled in a university, taking a gap year, attending school virtually, or simply 18-25. Grab your AirPods and let's have a conversation. Shout out to my RR guys who meet every Tuesday night over Zoom. Uh, we have... I've had a lot of guys on there recently. We had like 18 to 20 guys on there, which some of you are like, oh, big deal. But uh, it's pretty cool for us because we've been doing this for a year and a half now. And uh, I just got a great group of dudes on there that are fun, but then also very challenging. And most of them speak up and uh, it's just a lot of fun to study the Bible together. And
1: What are you guys going through?
0: Great question, Caitlin. We're currently going through the book of Daniel, and we did a lot of New Testament stuff for a while, you know, because we're we're young and we want something easy. And uh not that the New Testament's always easy, but uh, we we're going through the New Testament a lot, a lot of Paul's writings, and um, we finished we finished the Timothy's, the Thessalonians, Titus, and then we even did Philemon, or some of you say Philemon, which I don't know, that sounds kind of funny. But uh, we finished that and we said, you know what? It's the it's the Christmas breaks. We took, and, you know, props to my guys. We took one week off for Christmas, okay? Because okay. then we got to get right back in the yeah, Word. you, you know just I mean? want to rub it in. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm pretty sure the girls took, like, a month off or yeah, whatever. we
1: broke from Thanksgiving until the New Year. Wow. That was basically for my sake. So. Wow, you probably
0: I, forgot each other's names and stuff. I was
1: just resting. Sorry. Uh-huh.
0: Well, that's great. Well, we were, we were not. We were diligent in god's holy word so um but we we took a week off and then we came back we're like look let's do something in the old testament we've been in the new testament while let's go old testament so we did and we chose daniel again i don't know why we just kind of go for it there's not a lot of thought put into what study we're doing next we just want to go and see what we learn so we're in daniel and when you hear me say we're in daniel a lot of you hear the lion's den a lot of you think of shadrach meshach and abednego or if you grew up watching Veggie tales, it was Shack and Benny, because those names are easier to say. Um, but Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, if you're like, you know, smart, you say their full names. And so we're going through that, and you, you know about the lion's den, you know about the fiery furnace, but then towards the end of Daniel, things get pretty weird. And there's, there's a lot of dreams in Daniel um, where there's interpretation of dreams, but then there's also some prophesying about end times, and it gets just straight up kind of hard to understand, and we were in Daniel 7 this past week, and to be honest, like, I, I don't like to say that I lead the Bible study. I, we, Caitlin and I, we just facilitate the study. We all talk, and everyone shares, and other college students will take over and kind of, you know, lead for us, but if anything, we're just facilitating a conversation because that seems to go better, and it's more enjoyable for everybody else. Well, someone asked the question about is this dream that Daniel is having is it is it basically prophesying the exact thing that we hear later in Revelation and I was like I I I don't I don't know <laughs> I don't like I, I and then you know and then moment, I was like, I got to come up with a really smart answer. I went to seminary. Like, what am I doing? Why do, why do I not know the answer to this? And I just I just did not know. And so I, I kind of did the classic, this is for all of you out there that may be leading Bible studies. If someone asks you a question and you don't know in the moment, just go, yeah, let me just hear from someone else before, <laughs> I, before I give some insight to this. And what that really means is, uh, I have no idea. Um, so sometimes you just read Scripture, and this obviously is setting up our topic for the day. But sometimes you read the Bible, you read Scripture, or you're reminded of a verse, or um, someone may even come to you and ask you something, and it just doesn't make sense to you, or you just you don't know. Like, right. Have you ever been there, Caitlin?
1: I will say, too, on our, our our girls' Bible study, I feel like that pretty regularly, like what you're describing, because— Like every week? Yeah. (laughs) I think we all read the Bible and we interpret it differently. And I think it's interesting because now that we've been walking through these studies weekly for a while now, it's cool to hear the different ways people process what we've just read. And I've gotten feedback before. Oh, I love those, the questions you come up with. Like, I never thought about it that way. And I'm thinking, well, when you responded this way, I had never thought of it that way. And so that's what I love about digging into God's word is there's so many different um, ways that we can apply it to our life. And I think it's something very common, actually, for us to read something in scripture and say, why does this not make sense? And so that's a topic today. What to do, basically, when you feel like the Bible does not make sense. And we all can be there and we all can get frustrated, um but what we really want to kind of take the stigma away from turning that from frustration into just a normal part of studying scripture.
0: Yeah, I think that we there's a lot of things in our life that whether it be a diet or a sport that we're working towards or something that we really care about. Take the things in your life aside from your the spiritual side of your life which, you know, should be everything, but take your hobbies, the things that you really care about and if you want to get better at your hobbies or do them more, you study them more, you learn more about them, you buy gear, you whatever it may be. And if there's something, uh, like I enjoy hiking and hiking on the Appalachian Trail and and staying out sleeping out in the middle of the woods, I enjoy that. And so in all that, there's tons of gear that you can purchase. There's tons of things that you can learn. There are all these different things about hiking. Well, if I came across something that... a a piece of equipment or something that I just did not know how to use, but it was crucial to me going. And then I got there and I was like, I don't know how to do this. I'm just, I'm not going anymore. I'm not doing this, you know, and and you just kind of give it up. Well, hiking is not going to save your life, but for some reason there's something about scripture and I, I would say it's because the enemy is pushing against us. I don't think the enemy is really attacking us on whether or not we should hike. Like um, I think there are other things that the enemy is pushing us, and it's it's when we read our Bible. Obviously, he doesn't like that. And so there's something about when we read Scripture and we stumble across something or we come up against something that is currently rubbing us the wrong way against our current lifestyle or you know our desires— And we end up either abandoning it or just going, I don't believe that part. I don't think that part's true. And it's just like, why? Why is scripture the thing that's? it's like we're picking against that we can just say, I'm going to believe this or I'm not going to believe this.
1: Right. And if we really truly believe that the Bible is the ultimate authority over our life, then all of it's true. All of it is um, trustworthy. And I think it's worth digging into. And even to make this more practical, I mean, think about all of the classes as a college student that you are in right now. It takes a lot of studying, a lot of hard work, a lot of preparation, a lot of digging deeper um, to be able to comprehend and like understand the knowledge that is being poured out. So we want to take this approach when we're reading our scripture and reading the Bible too, is that it's hard work and we have to put in the work to have the knowledge of what the scriptures say. And so um, we just want to talk about a few different ways that we can do that today and how it would um, benefit us in the long run to do the hard work of understanding God's word.
0: Yeah, first and foremost, pray. I mean, I know that sounds like the cliche answer, but Prior to going into a moment of reading your Bible, whether it be your your personal quiet time or you're about to go into a Bible study with other people, pray that God would speak to you. And I, I mean, God loves us so much, and there's things that we ask Him for or ask Him to help us with all the time. But us praying to the Father about God speak to me through Your Word, like how could He not answer <laughs> that prayer? Yeah, so like, He just, will enlighten you. Oh yeah, pray even if it's something that you you feel like you've read a hundred times in your life, God. Show me something new. Teach me something new. The very first study that we did with the guys was Jonah. We picked that because it was introductory. We wanted to kind of get going. And, man, we learned so many – I learned personally so many things through the book of Jonah that I had never really realized before. And a lot of it was because I had other guys with me. But a lot of it, too, is because we just – I just prayed, God, I've done this before. I've read the story before. Teach me something new. And he will for sure answer that.
1: Yeah, that's good. And I think also – um when we're reading scripture, I think it's important to understand that we can read just the Bible on its own. We don't always have to have all of these other resources, a Bible study, a commentary, a, a podcast, all of these other things that almost take priority over just the pure scripture. And so I want to challenge you to just Take the word for what it is and try first just try to digest it on your own and do your work, the hard work of, hey, okay, when was this written? Why was this written? Who was this written to? What was the context, like the history, the culture behind all of it? Try to grasp some of those things before you turn to a resource that's just going to tell you all of it. And I think that's the easy way. You know, there are definitely commentaries out there and books and all of those things out there that will show you those things immediately. And I think those are very useful and do provide a lot of insight and are like, there is some positive things to that. But I think if we can learn the habit of kind of trying to dig into it for ourselves first and then going to those things, um, our knowledge will only be deeper.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then, so pray first and foremost, understand there are resources out there, but read the Bible, you know, on its own first. And I think another part to add to all that is don't keep your Bible reading private. <laughs> don't, I mean, yes, there is, you know, scripture that says go into your closet and pray. And so there is this idea of quiet time being your time alone. And absolutely, intimacy with Jesus, one on one time, that is for sure where it's the source of everything that we do from our spiritual being. And so that's crucial. But when you're studying scripture, Man, there's so many things that I have learned and that God has revealed to me through his word, but also through peers that are helping me grow. And and not just like I mean, it's these college guys that like will have these conversations and somebody will say something that God showed them and they're sharing it out loud and I'm going, Wow, that's amazing. I never thought of that verse or that, you know, group of verses that way. Um, but it's it's helpful to have other people around you to um Again, yes, teachers, but people more so just having conversations about what Scripture is saying, and I think that's more natural and a, and a really cool way to learn uh, what God is saying through His Word is to not not be reading it alone, but have other people around you.
1: Yeah. So if that's you right now, and maybe you spend the majority of your time just reading God's Word by yourself, um, try to find just two or three people to open up God's Word word with on a regular basis, and see how God grows just your knowledge and your understanding and ultimately your desire for knowing more of him because you're gathering with other people where there's accountability and you're all in it together. And it's easy to walk through harder things when you have other people around you too. So doing the hard work of understanding the scriptures will be a lot more enjoyable when you have other people with you.
0: Caitlin, were you ever in Bible drill growing up as a kid?
1: I had never even heard what Bible drill was until I met you.
0: <laughs> okay, so to all my to all my Baptist folk out there listening, so Bible drill is a real thing. It's um, I don't know. How to, it's it's basically competitions. I think talked about it on here before. It's competitions. I don't know. Caitlin, don't say that. I'm going to talk about it. But uh, we're going to kind of finish out with this. But it's basically competitions. You learn, you, you do all this stuff, and you, you, it's a competition. And you go, literally go to this you know, church, whatever, in this, a certain city. All these people come around, and you compete against each other on how much you've memorized and learned portions of Scripture. So now— I am kind of picking at it because it's funny to talk about now because you don't, I don't really hear about it a lot now, but I'm thankful for it because I I knew front to back every book of the Bible and could recite it quickly by the time I was, you know, 14, 15 years old and certain things in scripture, where's the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew five, like you, or Beatitudes, Matthew five, like you could just immediately say where things were just like that. And uh, so I was very thankful for it in that sense, but um, I think, what is important to point out in all of this and picking fun at Bible drill is a lot of times we feel as though if we know more about scripture and the more that we know and the more knowledge we have about scripture, then that means our relationship with Jesus is going to be better. And that, I think that's backwards from what Jesus would really say. I think what he's saying is grow. he, He didn't call the disciples and go, Hey, before I say, come and follow me, you guys recite, you know, your portion of the Old Testament. And then they had to do it. And he was like, eh, you missed a few words, but I forgive you. And he didn't do that. He just said, you're a fish, come and follow me. Drop all your stuff, come and follow me. And they did. So I think that if we grow in our intimacy and relationship with Jesus, then on the backside of that, our understanding and the things that he reveals to us in Scripture, I think will will grow more so than if we feel like, oh, I'm never going to understand the Old Testament, or I'm never going to understand the book of Revelation, you know, I'm not a good Christian. And that's just not, that's not what he would say. That's not what what God is saying.
1: Well, and to just end on that too, it's not knowing everything about what you're reading in scripture is part of the process. And so be encouraged that when you're frustrated, you're in your Bible and you're frustrated, you don't, and it's not making sense. Just know that that is part of the process, and we have to engage in the hard things and those parts to get to know God more and know Him better. Um, so wherever you are in your journey with the Lord, um, whether you understand what the Old Testament says, the New Testament, if you can, you know, explain this the whole meta narrative of Scripture or not. Um, just start somewhere and be okay with it not making sense. Ask hard questions, take the time to really, um, get to know, um, the context, the history, and just dig into God's word in a way that's uncomfortable and not always to just tie a pretty bow on what you read. And, um, maybe you read something and you don't really know what the main point is or you don't fully get something out of it that day. Well, that's okay. Just like open it again the next day and keep striving to know more about the Lord. Um, So we want to just encourage you with that today. Make sure to tune in every Monday as we release a new episode. And um, thanks for joining us. We'll see you again next week.